And welcome back finally to the hot lap, our first show of January, our first show after the season has ended. We'll be talking we'll be talking news and a bit of news and talking about Channel Four, believe it or not or not, Alex. Yes, embarrassing bodies I believe we're gonna be talking about. Which F one driver has the most embarrassing body? Oh Well Max Verstappen's got quite bad skin complexion. <laughs> he could do with a trip there. I think you're right. I think you're right. I was going to go for Maldonado, but he's just Maldonado needs. Has uh, he fixed his teeth now? Does he still wear that brace? I um, don't know. Um, I, actually, I'm looking at a picture for him. I can't see a brace. Oh. Oh. Maybe Lewis Hamilton could have all his um, various diamantes surgically uh, inserted in places. <laughs> The world champion may well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Of last year, though. Of last year, exactly. Last year's world champion. Last year's world champion. Yeah. Now we're not doing it. We're not. We're not doing a year in review show. But Alex, um, it's what it's uh, January the eighth, twenty sixteen. If I said to you, this time next year, who will be the who will be talking about as being the world champion? Who do you think it's going to be? If you had to predict, uh, that's impossible. I know. It is quite difficult. It is. Very difficult. Um, I don't know. So I'm going to go with Lewis again. You're going to go Lewis. That's the safe bet, though, really, I think. It is, it is playing it safe, because I suppose you're going off the fact that you probably still think that he's got the upper hand over Rosberg. And if Ferrari can get on top of it with their car, then it's most likely going to be Vettel. But if they can't, it's going to be Mercedes again, isn't it? Yeah, and, and I think the whole world, I think even even... The, one of the you know some of the most devout Mercedes fans probably secretly think, okay, I still want Mercedes to win, but I, I want Ferrari and other teams to give them a run for their money, so we have a much better season. Yeah, yeah. Um, we shall see. We will. We we shall see. We shall see. We shall. But the news-wise, I mean, we haven't we haven't done a, a, a podcast for a while, but we've got a few bits of uh, interesting news to. Uh, to bring up. Yeah, that's all we'll be doing over the next, what, 25 minutes, half an hour. Yeah. So, uh, Keep it short for those that uh, like to listen to us on their journey into work. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Where do we start? Where do we start? Did you have a good Christmas? Did you get anything F1 related? No, I, I didn't get anything F1 related. What I, what I used to do, I used to always get um, the review of the year. On DVD? Yes, on DVD. I don't anymore. It's so it's so hard to get in terms of unless um, unless you're very good at Amazon skills, which is something that 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 my parents uh, never never particularly were. My mum's not. Um, it, 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 the best place is H and V, and it's never it's really difficult to get it before Christmas. Oh. So so I've kind of give, given up on that. But I used to get it all the time. I've got I've got I've got pretty much every one. I had at one point every one since uh, 1994. Up until about, I think, Sebastian Vettel's first championship. And then I deemed the DVD uh, un- unworthy to go my DVD player when he started winning. So, there you go. Uh, so, you didn't get it, unfortunately, then? No, no, no. I didn't I didn't ask for it. I, but I, I don't think I got anything F1 related. I got um, Forza for the Xbox. Forza 6. Oh, yeah. Which is, which, which is, which is good. Um, I... The handling is completely is different to Project Cars. I would say in a bad way, but it took me so long 
to get to get used to it, and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't be as smooth, um, which, which was somewhat frustrating. Um, but they but there you go. But what I do like about Forza is they've got um, uh, the way they the way you can paint your own car or download like a custom livery for the car. Right. And some people have because of the uh, paint paint you know application in Forza, they've made for example when you've got like a touring car. You got a BMW. They'll they'll paint it like an official touring car. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so and and that's how I think they get away with uh, with uh, the licensing, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is which is something that Project Cars has on the PC, I believe, but regrettably not on the PlayStation. And they said the PlayStation they couldn't do it on the PlayStation because it wasn't powerful enough or something like that, which I thought was a load of bollocks. Oh. If if I mean the Xbox One, which reportedly isn't as powerful as the PlayStation, can do it. Uh, yeah, sorry, mate. Um, that doesn't fly with me. So there you go. So, Project Cars still your favourite? I probably enjoy playing Project Cars, but it's mainly because because you got Project Cars, Annex. Oh, thanks, thanks. Um, a, a quick quick one though. Will we will we be buying this year F one twenty sixteen? What's your prediction? That's uh, that, that the longest silence we've had in the podcast. Yes, it is, isn't it? On the basis of they need to sell that to me rather than me automatically saying I'm going to get it no matter what it is. They need to sell it. They really... After the... Uh, yeah, I mean, I think if 2015 was a solid game, then, I yeah, I think you and I would automatically be getting it. But I think you're right. They do need... They do need to go out of their way to say why you why we want to buy that buy this game, despite you and I actually being F one fans. Yeah, they they need to tell us what they're going to do next year, and I think I will not. I sorry, I say that again. I will not be buying it upon release. I think I'll be uh, waiting for videos and stuff on YouTube to appear before I make a decision. Yeah, I may well if I get it, I may well wait um, a week or two. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, to see what the bugs are and stuff. Because we forget, there's a very good chance um, Azeta Corsa will be out by then as well. Exactly. And they actually do have, on the PC version at least, they have Formula 1 cars. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, I don't think we... We got away pretty much this year with not really needing F1. We played it a number of times, didn't we? But Yeah. But, but I, I think my life is is still complete without it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I mean, we enjoyed it. We had a couple of good races, but I think because we got Project Cars, the big question is: Would we have missed F one? And I think you're right. Uh, the answer is no. We wouldn't have done. Yeah. Exactly. Which, which is a bit sad, really. But, but yeah. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Because even the single player experience was, you know, was rubbish. There was no depth to it. No, no, there really, really wasn't. Um, so. But, you know, it's funny, isn't it? They released the game in 2010 with all these options, lived the life, the full practice sessions. We're now in 2015, or, well, the 2015 version, and each year has progressively got less and less other than that classic car year. Yes, and this year has to be the worst so far. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. And um, everyone's saying that not many people play it on a, on multiplayer now, both on Xbox and PS4. Yeah. Um, and, and their silly matchmaking system, whatever you want to call it, was rubbish this year as well, which didn't help. And there really isn't, there really isn't an F1 2015 Codemasters, you know, community like there normally is. No, no, you're right. So, but they, but then Codemasters fully deserve it for releasing what what essentially was almost a tech demo rather than a bloody game. But there you go. Mm. 
Not but, good. But, but on, on to, on to, well, I don't say happier stuff. What, what, what bit of news would you want to talk about first? Uh, okay. Um, let's go with, right, so first bit of news um, is Toro Rosso confirmed that they will go, be going to the um, year-old Ferrari engines for 2016. Ah, year-old Ferrari engines. That's this year's, sorry, that's last year's 2015's Ferrari engine, which, to be honest, isn't too bad. Well, second-best engine, easily. Second-best engine, yeah, this year. But obviously, like everything, engines move on uh, year on year, and obviously they get better and better and better. Um, Toro Rosso will be running those. Um, well, I mean, I mean, they may well be better than the McLaren Hondas, uh, but uh, will uh, Sauber get those the same engines? Is it last year's engine or is it this year's engine? Sauber will get. Do you know? Sauber will probably run. Uh, well, it depends on their finances. I'd probably guess that they'd be running 2015 engines as well, won't they? Well, they were running 2015 engines this year, weren't they? I think. Okay. I don't know, is the truth. Are they... Yeah, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I think a lot of it depends on finance and whether or not they can afford it, I think. Mm. I mean, I think we'll uh, we'll definitely find out in, in a couple of weeks come the launch. Yeah. But Toro Rosso, going back to Ferrari, which obviously they had to do, really, didn't they? Because um, running Renault engines, uh, I think, is not the way forward. No, but that's what Red Bull are doing. Yeah, what? Are, remind me again. Are they running twenty? No, they're going to be running Renault twenty sixteen engines. But yes, but are they unbranded? Um, I I still think they're Renault. There was a talk about it being Infinity, but it's not now. And then there was a talk about it being something else because they signed with another. Um, it branded another one. I forgot what it may well be branded though. Yeah. Um, Oh, there was talk, wasn't it? Was it? It was. It wasn't Aston Martin because that's that, that's has linked with Force India. So I'm I completely forgot now. But there was talk about it being branded. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, 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 but it'd be interesting, really. I mean, I mean, it does put Renault under some pressure. The works team, where they really need to start matching Red Bull if they're going to be the works team. Okay. Now. Yeah. Um. But then again, when you've got Maldonado as a driver. It, Doubtful you will. Uh, yeah, Maldonado and um, Palmer. Palmer, yeah. Yep. Okay, we should see on that one. Um, I think I think Jolyon Palmer, if he wants, uh, if he wants to be here in 2017, he has to beat Maldonado. Which I'm saying, no, it's not going to be particularly difficult, but that's why he has to beat Maldonado. Yeah. Yeah. That no, you're right. Yeah, I mean, he's had a year out. Um, I, I think he will, but we'll see. We shall. Um, I, I, yeah, I I think, obviously, people like Verstappen will be kicking themselves because they want to prove themselves to the big teams, and if they're running a year-old engine, he might not be as big as he was this year. Yes, but that's probably a good thing in a way, I think, because... We'll, we'll then see Verstappen. I mean, you know, when you're when you're a rookie, and we found it in Hamilton's first year, the pressure's not 
sometimes it's not as on as much because it's like, oh, he's a rookie, it's first year, he's new. Whereas the second year, that's quite often when you've seen the rookie arguably make more mistakes and, and been under more pressure because they don't have the I'm completely new excuse. And, and it'll be interesting to see how Verstappen reacts to that. And I think we'll see the true quality of, of his driving and him as a person as a yeah. one driver come out. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, a question for you before I get into the article. Do we think that Hamilton has lots of friends in Formula One? Uh, yes, on a slightly shallow level. Probably no in terms of true friends counting on his hands. If that no. makes any sense. Okay. So the article that was uh, published by Sky uh, back at, towards the beginning of December, yep. which was Lewis, uh, Jensen Button. So Jensen Button says, Lewis Hamilton does not tend to interact with any of the F1 drivers. Despite three years together as McLaren, Button admits he doesn't know him very well. Hamilton noticeably sat at the front of the lorry for the driver's parade in Abu Dhabi, away from the other drivers who mingled on the procession in front of the fans. So anyway, Hamilton, uh, Button goes on to say... Um, in terms of Lewis as a person, I don't know him really well, and I don't think that any other driver that knows Lewis that well either. Um, he's quite a private person. Every time we talk, he's very nice, friendly, as he should be. We're doing the same thing. Da, da, da. Um, uh, and then it goes on to say about the Abu Dhabi incident, which was basically that Brundle says... The truck is full of drivers and once again Lewis is sitting up at the front by himself. Um, he came out early by himself. He doesn't mix with other other drivers. I mean, that's I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing that, obviously. But it, hold on, hold on. Yep. There's there is respect. This is this is Lewis. Okay. There is respect between the drivers, but I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to play. I'm not here to be oh. all happy and and do lally and make too much conversation. I'm here to do one thing and win the championship. See, he does. The problem is, I mean, I mean that can be taken out of context, but he's not. He does say what 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 he's thinking a lot, and that's not always that's not always very good. And it's interesting, isn't it? Um, I mean, yeah, maybe he doesn't have very many, very many friends in Formula in Formula One. Then maybe maybe he thinks I'm better than everyone because I'm having a rap album out. I don't know. Well, exactly. It doesn't surprise you know. Not, I'm not Lewis's biggest fan. It doesn't surprise me, but um, I, these types of things probably don't help his cause. You know, I appreciate you know he's got loads of fans and stuff, but I think if if you're looking to support a driver and you know you're not you're you're someone who supports someone who. Um, does a good job, but is also at the same time very friendly and chatty and yeah. likes to have a laugh. Then Lewis isn't your man. Well, no, really, is it? I mean, and this is this is the one thing I, I said. I, I, I said I don't rate him because of the stuff he's done on track as a driver. But my, Michael Schumacher, he did alienate some people with the stuff he does. But you never on on the driver wagon, you never saw him alienate himself in in public with the drivers. He wouldn't be sitting on one side. Of like the wagon when it goes down the track and all the drivers on the other, you, you when we you know when when I think you and I both came to Grand Prix, he, mm. and, and that's even you know for Michael Schumacher. So it is bizarre because what you don't want is to make enemies in Formula One. I'm not saying Hamilton will, but it's very it's very easy 
for, for example, you know, you're leading the race, and then your back marker up a manor or a McLaren, you know, and if you've made that horrible remark to the bloke thinks, oh, this is that arsehole coming up, I'm not going to let him go until about three or four corners until I have to, you know? Yeah. And it's quite, it's, it's easily done, and, and he's, surely he's, he's making a rod for his own back. Yeah. And, if he's like, and I just hope he's nice to his engineers. He says all the right things on the radio and in interviews, but saying something and not actually doing something... Does he say all the right things on the, on about, the radio? Uh, <laughs> he has, he has, you know, what went on, man? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh yeah. But when when he wins, oh thanks for the team. I couldn't have done this without you. And in the interviews, when it's going well, anyway, thanks for the team. Yeah, yeah. You're right. He does have a few arguments with his picture about about the tyres and coming in. But when he's done that, I, even I, I, I've actually agreed with him. I'm thinking. I think for the Mexican Grand Prix, do I have to come in? Do I not? And I'm thinking. Well, yeah. You got a point, mate. Yeah. You know, um, there's no championship at stake anymore. So do you do what you want? And I think the Mercedes team didn't let him didn't let him do that. And they they kind of like you know cancel out any potential race we had because it was just between the two Mercedes. Yeah. You know, and then you know, and if Hamilton makes a mistake and has a puncture, then okay, you know, everyone thinks, haha, you, you did it wrong. It's a talking point, which is arguably a good thing for F one. But there mm-hmm. you go. Mm. We shall see. We shall see. We shall. I mean, I think I, I, I'm confident that he's a, at least the favourite, the bookies' favourite, going into 2016. Uh, Rosberg did beat him quite, you know, handsomely the last few races. However, I think, I think as, I, as I mentioned to you, if, for example, Hamilton then wins, for example, the first two races of 2016, then those wins that Rosberg did last year is going to suddenly mean nothing in mm. terms of momentum. So it's, it's going to be interesting. And. Although I suspect I might know your answer, do you think his love is currently in Formula One or outside of Formula One with all his other activities, which includes mingling with celebs and rap music? Um, well, because after he won the championship, that's when he stopped winning races. I mean, you know, even if he just missed out on pole. And I don't know if I can answer that one until we're about three races in. Mm. Um to be honest, because it, is it a case of you're spreading yourself too thin? And when you look at people like Michael Schumacher, Ayrton uh, uh, Senna, um, they did stuff out, obviously, outside of Formula 1 with they're into, but their life was very much Formula 1, this is it, you know, um, an F1 driver, uh, like a footballer, doesn't have like, you know a massive, massive career on the whole, so surely it makes sense that you focus on Formula 1 while you're in there, Yes, Hamilton said, I want the time of my life and stuff, which is good, he's partying. But then you've got a question, you know, because he's an athlete, so to speak, how much do you want to win in Formula 1? Yeah. Because it all sort of, let's be honest, started to go quite horribly wrong towards the end of the uh, the season, didn't it? He just couldn't get it together. And um, obviously people, various people saying it was to do with the car. Um, other people say he sort of just switched off yeah, I think it, it could have been. It could, I think it was probably a mixture of both. Him potentially switching off, and and obviously maybe maybe the car not being to his liking. But this is this is where I think McLaren are a slightly different team. Mercedes have given them the freedom the last few years. We've seen the Hamilton. You know, everyone said it's so nice to see this Hamilton that wasn't the McLaren. However, in fairness to McLaren, they um, we would not. I don't think we'd be talking about Hamilton going out partying a lot if he was still a McLaren driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they they have a much more degree of control over their over their driver, which I think in some cases 
um, is better for the driver, for example, yeah. when you look at all the partying. Yeah. Uh, it does surprise me as a Mercedes team, German, very efficient, all that kind of thing, um, that they allow their drivers to be like that. Like you say, you wouldn't generally no. expect um, that kind of thing from them. No, I mean, McLaren, but then again, I think even even for Ferrari, I know I know they don't, I know, you know, they're not as a, uh, they obviously operate differently to McLaren, but you wouldn't expect it, you wouldn't even expect a Ferrari driver to, 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 you know what I mean, go out partying and being on the front page of Rise Heat rather than, for example, Autosport. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Irvine wasn't exactly, uh, you know, had said it how it was kind of thing, but still at the same time, he wasn't um, that bad. No, is, is this the same Eddie Irvine that, that could have beaten Marcus Schumacher any time he wanted? This is the same Eddie Irvine right, okay. on F1 Legends, Eddie Irvine on Sky... I watched uh, just before Christmas said that Michael Schumacher actually is not uh, everything that people think he is and made more setup errors uh, than anyone he's ever known. Do you think, do you think, do you think that, I mean, what a wonderful piece of fiction that documentary was. Mm. I mean, mm. JK Rowling would have been proud. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I, I think I, there's something wrong with the title says F1 Legends. Well, well, yeah, so it started off as fiction, didn't it? And then, and then it continued. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, our Edmund. Right. Uh, well, yeah, right. Now we move on to, which is going to be more for our uh, British listeners, the move from ITV... No, sorry. It was potentially with ITV. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was BBC decided that actually F1's not worth it. And then it went into a bidding frenzy between Channel 4 and ITV, of which Channel 4 ended up beating ITV. Um, uh, And it says, Channel 4 announced it will show live practice and qualifying sessions from uh, 10 races and highlights from uh, all the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Bernie says, I'm sorry that BBC could not comply with their contract, but I'm happy that we now have a broadcaster that can broadcast Formula One events without commercial intervals during the race. Yeah, I mean, I think because Sky don't broadcast commercial, I wonder if that's actually in the contract. I mean, that's one of the maybe that's one of the good things Bernie has done, said you get F1, but there's no adverts in the race because of all the complaints that ITV Mm. for example, um, got. Um, and, and how many, how many times uh, when ITV came back, uh, did they miss something? It wasn't their fault. It's just luck of the draw. Like you, you come back and then it was a McLaren one, two, and then Jack Villeneuve was leading because both McLarens were out or you come back and then Mika Hakkinen won the championship over the break, mm. you know, which, which is a really unfortunate channel for getting it. Um, would very not random. have guessed very random. No, that's really bizarre. Mm. Didn't see it coming either. I don't think anyone saw it coming. No, I thought. I honestly thought. Okay, the, you know, I mean, the BBC suddenly um, at the end of the year saying we, we, you know, we need to save money, and then Channel Four. No, I would not. I would. I would not have guessed. Um, I mean, they do. They do a bit of motorsport, don't they? I think they they cover the um, GT, the GT British GT Championship, and uh, maybe a few other types of things on Channel Four. But it's normally on early on Saturday or Sunday morning. I think. Yes, but ITV obviously do touring car and Formula E, so you would have had them your money on on them. No, absolutely. I'm, I mean, the home for motorsport. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we both have Sky. Do you think though? Um, 
um, it hurts F1 not having live races all the time on terrestrial TV. I think it does. But, I mean, I mean what's your opinion on it? Um, I think the way that television's gone, which is now you pretty much get a channel for everything, BBC is still to some extent quite far back, as in they don't have like a BBC Sport channel, do they? No. Which you'd think, given the amount of sort of sport that they got, which is including tennis, snooker, darts, all those kind of sports, um, that they would have like their own dedicated sports channel. If they did, they would. I think they'd be more inclined to show Formula One, uh, you know, a lot more yes but because they've restricted it to BBC One and obviously at the same time they've got to make sure that the EastEnders fans uh, you know and the I don't know Antiques Roadshow etc doesn't get uh, destroyed by the Formula One coverage on Sunday evening you know those kind of things (laughs) then that's why I think they have a problem with being able to you know show a lot more Formula One because it, on a Sunday afternoon, it just or Sunday evening, it just gets in the way of their one and only channel. Yes, it, it does. Well, it's not their one and only channel, is it? But the one and only channel that they broadcast Formula One on. Yeah. Um, I know you think you can press the red button, can't you? But um, you're more up on your Formula One coverage than I am. Yeah, I mean, I normally watch it. When it's a practice session, I'm, I'll quite often watch it on BBC iPlayer and take the iPad around the house with me. Yeah. Um, which is something I'd imagine I'll be doing with the Channel 4 coverage. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so well, yeah, I'm still so shocked with Channel 4. It'd be interesting to see who the presenters are going to be, whether they get Coulthard, Eddie Jordan, who the commentators are going to be as well. They, yeah, I mean, they might just uh, try and, a lot of the time, don't they? They just export them over, really, I guess. Well, that would probably, I mean, I mean, that would probably make the most sense. I know a lot of people aren't exactly keen on Susie Perry, for whatever reason. Really? Uh, what do you think of Susie Perry? I don't really watch the, um, I don't really watch uh, the BBC coverage, to be honest with oh. you. Because when, when it was, um, when it was the same, when they did live race, I would watch BBC coverage over Sky. Right. Um... But, but yeah, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see how many viewers Channel 4 gets as well. Um, and I, I wonder if it, it, it brought into the account the fact that F1 has had a slight fall in viewing figures worldwide. Whether that, whether, whether that, that, that obviously, um, the BBC obviously looked at that. I mean, I think the minute the BBC said we need to make, we need to make savings, I thought F1's going to go anyway. Yeah. There's no way they're going to get rid of EastEnders or anything like that, unfortunately. Or football. No, off, off, yeah. off, off football. Um, but it's, just, it's. I, th- I still think it's such a shame that we don't have all the live races on terrestrial TV because it's going to hurt the sponsors. And I think it was almost. Yes, there was a bidding war, but Bernie Eccle- But the UK is one of the biggest markets for F1. Bernie Eccleston absolutely has to have um, F1 on terrestrial TV um, um, b- b- because of the sponsors and stuff. I yeah. mean, the, the sport is worth less to a certain degree. If if that's not the case, yeah, yeah. Um, I read a rumor that David Coulthard might become like some sort of presenter on the new Top Gear. I, I apparently the presenter's been announced, and I thought that, but no. But I've been told no, and I forgot no. who I got told no by. Oh, okay. I forgot who who told me no. That's not the case. Well, it'll be a good good listener to the podcast, uh, Stu. <laughs> I think it might it would have been him, but um, but but yeah. Uh, so I, I guess we'll see. I mean, I don't watch Top Gear anyway. No. 
I, I mean, I, I watched a couple of their specials, and it was all very funny. But if I wanted to know about cars, <laughs> don't watch Top Gear. Yeah. Um, so. Alright. Well, I don't... Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so, in regards to moving to Channel 4, uh, do you expect anything to change, or are you expecting pretty much the same? Uh, I, I'm expecting pretty much the same. I, I'll be surprised if they don't get Coulthard and Jordan and Ben Edwards, because they know what they're doing, um, you know, um, and it would be very, very silly if they don't. I mean, who are they, who are they going to get? Who are they going to get other than that? Mm. Who's available? Sky's, Sky's got pretty much everyone else. James Allen will remain probably on the radio. I'd imagine, yeah, that actually that would be... I think the only person they might get other than maybe Coulthard Ben Edwards could be James Allen. Yeah. But yeah, 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 I think that might be the only difference. But I'd imagine he remain on the radio. He isn't always on the radio as well. Yeah. Um, but BBC have got the coverage for the radio. Um, so I always listen to their Checkers Flag podcast. They always do a good preview for the weekend yeah. as well. Is it as good as ours? No. Oh. But it does have a fair driver interview, so so um, I'm being biased there. Other people might think it's better than us. Uh, well, given that I watch it on Sky Sports, it's not going to be a massive loss, but I will be interested to see. I just imagine that Alan McNish might end up going across. They'll probably pluck some other F1 driver out there. Bruno Senna, maybe, if he's not already sub- uh, contracted to Sky. Bruno Senna? When he's talking, do you take him seriously? No. He, is that because he's hardly been in F1? Yeah. Okay. But if it was so, if it was someone like a retired Jensen, well, well maybe that's wrong. But I'd imagine you'd take Jensen more seriously than Bruno. I'd take Karen Chandock uh, <laughs> more seriously than Bruno Senna. What about Alex Young? He did have a good number of years in Formula One, didn't he? I think he did. Delatraz? Oh, now we're getting on to some decent quality drivers. We are, aren't we? Mm. Pedro Diniz. Yeah. Olivier Panis. Oh, yeah, I'll take them all seriously. Uh, Zolt Baumgartner. Zolt Baumgartner, oh. Or Durnboss. Durnboss, oh, oh yeah, true. Uh, Ralph Furman. Yeah, what happened to him? I don't know, other than the fact that I thought he looked like Timothy Dalton. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he did, didn't he? <laughs> but yes, I don't, I don't know what Your favourite James Bond character? No. Or James Bond actor? No, no, no. Daniel Craig. It is Daniel Craig. It's my favourite one. It is Daniel Craig, yeah. You heard it here first. I know. James likes Daniel Craig. I do. Um, Um, I don't know. There is plenty of choice to get back sort of pre or sort of retired F1 drivers, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, there is. I mean... um, Oh, but I'm thinking, I'm, th- I'm, tr- I'm struggling to think. Other you, than could maybe- have, you could have uh, Alexander Rossi if he's not if he's not driving, or they decide that they want to replace him during the season with another driver. You could, but that's another driver that hasn't been in F1 properly. I mean, just mm. like just like Bruno, just like Bruno Senna. So when they're talking about something, if you are a hardcore F1 fan, it's a case of yeah, okay, yeah. So oh. next up. Um, a moment silence for Jensen Button as he split with his wife. Yeah, that, that, well, that, that was almost as shocking as Channel 4. I didn't see that coming either. Do you want to know some stats on this one? Talk to me. You're a bit like your F1 stats before the race weekend. Oh, yeah. It's my F1 stats on the Jensen and Jessica relationship. Okay. 
Uh, they tied the knot in Hawaii in late 2014. Wow. They've been together since 2008, but split briefly in 2011. The pair have never lived together. Jensen resides in Monaco, while Jessica shares a flat with her mother in Tokyo. Oh. Uh, the couple do not have a prenuptial agreement in place. And they were last pictured together in LA two months ago. Interesting. Um... Obviously, they were burgled. They were. Um, uh, Jensen did reveal that the pair do not live together due to their busy careers. Well, there's there's a big big exclamation mark there, really, isn't surely? No. Um, it's not ideal, I would imagine. Pardon? It's not ideal. No. Um. So, you know, given that. She's in Japan and he's pretty much in Europe a lot of the time. That is quite difficult to. It is because, of, because a, a, of their careers. Are you what? Yeah, because of their careers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, I don't. I mean, I'm sure Jensen's not going to struggle getting another girlfriend. But there you go. No, I don't think either of them will necessarily struggle. But um, yeah, so that came out. I think obviously people probably knew Jensen. Um, they'd probably say that uh, it was on the card. Um, um, Although, Jensen was previously engaged to fame Academy singer Louise Griffith. Uh, yeah. Do you remember when he got pole on ITV and they played her song? Um, the intro. I me about ITV and their uh, obsession with um, British drivers. Yeah, well, I, I, being, 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 you know part British myself I've got no problem with that so mm. I won't comment on whether you do or not mm. um, we're starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel for news now uh, we, we are we are is, yeah. is, is there any, uh, any any game news I mean Project Cards have got the Renault pack out and neither of us have got it or tried it um, um, yeah I'll come back to that one briefly I think I've got one more bit of information okay news for you um, make of it what you will. The headline reads: Maldonado says stewards harsher on him. <laughs> Pastor Maldonado believes Formula One stewards are harsher to him than to his rivals every time he is involved in an incident. Wow! Be... Quotation: When I make a mistake, even by myself without touching anyone, everybody is surprised, and this is news of the day. All the other drivers crash, all the other drivers have incidents, and nothing happens. Look at Bottas and Kimi, twice, and it's a simple racing incident. I have a stupid contact, and everyone goes, ah! <laughs> Aldenardo <laughs> records his reputation means he is, unusually gi- his, he is usually given harsher penalties than other drivers. It's very difficult for the stewards because they are always different, so it's very difficult to value the same in different races, he added. Um it's not that they don't like me or not. I know all of them, and they are just doing their jobs. But sometimes they have different views than the other ra- than the other races. Sometimes with me, they are a bit harder. It's part of the game. It's the same in football. <laughs> um, well, that's a load of codswallop, isn't it? Really? I mean, if it was coming from any other driver, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, there's this... really sort of nothing to say on that one, other than. I think they probably come down on him because he should know better. 
Well, oh, he's he, involved in it more. He is. He, he has had more crashes. Mm-hmm. He has had got off. He has had offs more. Um, you know. So yeah, I mean, they're all, that, that, I think that's a that's a provable fact. If yeah. You can look, if you look back. Oh well. Yeah. And, and you and I have constantly said throughout this year he shouldn't be in F one. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, Bless him. And I'm kind of surprised that Renault have said, yeah, Maldonado, yeah, we don't really need your money now. Uh, bye. But clearly they do need his money. Because that's yeah. the only reason why he's there. Mm. And I mean, I mean, I don't. Other than maybe his home country, but possibly. But I don't really see. Kind of a bit like Rosberg. I don't see many Maldonado fan clubs springing up, springing about either. He's probably the one of them. I think in the current on the current grid, he's probably the most unpopular F1 driver. <sighs> I think. I think you might be right. Yeah, because I mean, even some of the manor drivers like Roberto Mary that people didn't really know that well. He yeah. people didn't didn't dislike him, did they? Like the Dunal no. Donado. So yeah. Yeah. Well no doubt we'll be talking about him a lot this year as well. I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Um yeah, so sorry. Now we go back to uh gaming news. Yes. No announcements left on twenty sixteen. Yes. Uh, no. They are working on that at the moment, although they might be supposedly still doing patches for that game, F1 2015. Oh, okay. Not that it's going to make any difference. Uh, no, I think everyone stopped, uh, stopped playing it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, Project Cars, we have the Renault pack that came out in December. We, have, we did. Formula... Renault. Renault, Formula 3.5. That's it, that's it, yeah. And then a few other Renault cars, but unfortunately no Renault Laguna. But no, he thought might have happened. No, that was a massive blow. And the other massive blow, he said, um, the GT car could be used in GT3, but it's not. No, which which is a shame because because I think I mean that is constantly I feel. And when you even look, even when you look online, um, the best what one of the one of the one of the you know the best the best formulas to race in. Yeah, series to race be simply because. There are so many cars that can potentially win. I mean, we've seen we've seen the Porsche win, the Aston Martins win, we've seen McLarens win, we've seen Audis win, and I think that's the most competitive in terms of different cars winning on on you know on the tracks. Yeah. I mean, you do get certain cars stronger stronger at certain tracks, but I think the minute you get Spa, your, your Silverstones, your Nurburgrings, um, and and places like that, I think there's two or three different cars that can always win. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um... It's a shame because apparently, I'll be honest, I haven't downloaded it yet, so I don't know. But um, it's a shame. It is. Big shame. Um, but uh, this month, um, I think we might... Uh, do you know what? This month, I'm not overly sure. Um, I think there might be a V8, V8 Australian Touring Car, and there's also a new BMW 1 Series like GT car due oh, out. Okay. Cool. I'm not sure too much about the rest of the pack. There might be a Scottish track as well, but um, the information is still not great at the moment. Uh, okay. Um, my concern about it all is they really seriously need to sort out Hockenheim and Silverstone. Uh, that is, I mean, yeah, I mean, Let's be honest, right? That's something that we paid for. Whereas at a shop, you would have taken it back. Yeah, it's that broken. Yeah. You can't. You can't. You you, you can't even race. You couldn't even race on it single player 
or solo, let alone it racing online. I mean, we qualified for it. That was all fun. And then <laughs> come the race, forget about it. And what is a massive shame, Alex, is the fact that loads, there were so many people that were, were, were putting that in, their, in, the, in the playlist that wanted to play it. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite clear. One of, you know, that and Hockenheim appeared a lot um, the first couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, everyone, wanted, everyone wanted Hockenheim. I know. And we didn't get to do it. And, and now, even when they patch it, um, a lot of people are going to think, I, I'm worried that people are going to think, well, why bother now anyway? You know? Yeah. Or, or not know that it's been patched and not, and not play it. I mean, that was a massive, massive failure on behalf um, of the studio that made Project Cars. It was unacceptable. Uh, mm. And you can't tell me that I was tested. That no way, because it didn't even work in solo, no way was that tested properly. No. I, I expect a massive update in 8.0, which hopefully... Give it is because that those tracks came out in November, didn't they? Yeah. Came out in November, so they've had two months to iron all those bugs out, and I'm hoping that there won't be any issues. You know what? If I was Project Cars, I'd say, you know, I'm so sorry about all the uh, all the problems. Here is the A1 ring for free. If you if you bought Silverstone, for example, and uh, Hockenheim as an apology, you know, that, that would be nice. Yeah, but that'd be something that, that I, I I feel they should do. Bear in mind that we've paid for these two circuits and it's now, you know, January and we still haven't, you know, are not confident in playing them. Yeah, yeah. It has been a bit of a waste. Um, yeah, Not been able to. I think you can play them solo crude, can't you? But you, um, they, they crash when they're on multiplayer. No, it, um, it, they may have fixed it. When it first came out, it crashed even on solo. The only time you could play it without it crashing would have been like time trial mode. Okay. But um, for solo, when you quali- your qualif- qualifying was fine. When it came to the race, it would do exactly the same thing as multiplayer. Mm. So, but there you go. Well, I hope, fingers crossed, um, patch 8 will be out. Uh, what's the date today? 8th. Patch 8 will be out probably about 10 days' time. Yeah, middle of Jan, like normal. Something like that. Ready for the, um, the next DLC, something like that. So, but... Um, I don't think we're going to have a huge amount more of packs to really add to it because I think that at some point they will stop, but also we've got a Zeto Corsa out this year. Yeah, my argument is they can't stop. They, they need to keep doing it, these packs. Yeah. But no, you know, you're right. At some point they're going to. But I'd imagine, they, already are, they already are working on Project Cars 2. But I think it, it would be prudent of them to continue with the dev team to, to still get these packs if, pe- if people are buying them. Yeah. Um, so I, I, guess, I guess we'll see. And it'll be interesting to see if you downloaded loads of packs of Project Cars 2, it'll be nice if the PlayStation recognises that on your account and you get a couple of free cars that, you know, for Project Cars. Because you and I pretty much downloaded, I'd probably say, 75% of the packs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that'd be nice when, when we played it, if, if we played the sequel, um, it recognised that and then it gave you a, f- a few free things. Like, I think, I, I think, um, Gran Turismo used to do that on your memory card, didn't it? Or something, it used to give you a ex- couple of extra cars if you'd, if you'd got a save slot for the previous game or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but, but, um, but that's it really for, um, gaming stuff at the moment until because it's just uh, you know everyone's kind of sort of shuts down for the christmas don't they yeah i mean i mean other than our in-season review we'll be doing next uh the next time we'll be talking about f1 and anger will probably be um like uh beginning of feb when we talk about all the launches that that, that have happened yeah 
and then the beginning of testing. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good this year. I've got confidence. Uh, well, we all, we all have confidence, don't we? And then come Australia, it goes away, and you think it's going to be another bad year. Hopefully mm. not. Hopefully mm. not. I mean, what I would like is, at the very least, my perfect thing would be, um, a, a, you know, a, a Mercedes Ferrari front front four, you know, in the top four, um, but with maybe you know, like ultimately Hamilton and pole, obviously. But I mean, no. But I'd like a mixture. You know, like um, Mercedes Ferrari, Ferrari Mercedes kind of thing. Yeah. You know, for, for qualifying, you think that's going to be interesting. And I would really, really love two McLarens in the top ten after qualifying. Are we going to get that? I don't know, but there you go. They've got confidence. But they've had confidence all this year, saying all last year, saying it's going to get better. And and, it, and let's be honest, it. But yes, they did improve by you know a matter of quite a couple, quite a few seconds. Mm. Come the end of the year, didn't improve enough. They did not improve as much as they were saying. No, um, they lost sponsors, and it was you know I think ba- even statistically the worst year that McLaren have ever had. Yes, you can't deny that one. No, it's no, bad. No, you can't hide from that from that massive fact. No. Oh well. It. it, it yeah. It's been good. It's been good, and hopefully, hopefully, um, it'll be a lot better next year. Absolutely, I'm talking for a Ferrari fan, by the way. Yes, not as a uh, not as a McLaren fan. Not as a McLaren fan, no. But I think as as F1 fans, both of us want races next yeah. year, not processions. Yes, please. Yeah. So, I mean, I want I want a good something to talk about with you after the race. Which which we didn't really get too much of, other than slagging F one off nope. last year. No, so there you go. Right, I believe that will be us done then. Yeah, uh, on to our season review. We'll, we'll speak next. Okay, bye. Yeah. Monday See you later. Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, 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 the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxy. Game! Yeah.